Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penclis and joining me as always is my mortal enemy for the week, uh, given the fixtures, Michael Corbin. Michael, how are you? Emmanuel, I am, I'm all right. Uh, hard not to be able to go outside in weather, when the weather is this bad uh, and everyone's trapped inside, but uh, I can't say that I'm too disappointed in the weekend's result considering my team, the Roosters, knocked out my least favourite team, the Central Dragons, from the top eight. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, and, yeah, got to watch some footy on the weekend couple good games here and there, especially Friday night. Uh, Panthers versus Souths. I'm sure we'll go in-depth into that a bit later. But I think we should open up with our top four this week. Yeah, so top four this week. We're going to do top four wingers uh, in the NRL era. And, um, Mike, for me, there is one winger that just vivid, vivid memories. The great entertainer. An absolutely thrilling player to watch. Actually played for your least favourite team. Uh, and I'm talking about Nathan Blacklock. Uh, an wow. Ext- extraordinary. I just love that razzle-dazzle, that, the excitement. His 1999 grand final intercept try is, is one of the most awesome things um, to watch. Go and watch it. Like, pause the podcast. Don't leave it. Pause the podcast if you're listening right now. Jump onto YouTube, type it in, and just watch it. And Ray Warren going, Black Look! It's one of the greatest things as he runs to the southern end of um, Stadium Australia in, Australia in its old configuration. Uh, absolutely awesome. Loved him. Loved him. Number one. Top. Wow. <laughs> that is not an answer I expected. All right. Uh, I have a different number one, unsurprisingly. Uh, that was way out of left field. But Blacklock was the entertainer. Everyone has seen the footage of him doing the backflips after tries. Uh, my number one winger is the winger with the most tries other than Ken Irvine, uh, who actually uh, retired this year, uh, has played for the Roosters, the Bulldogs, and most famously for the Dragons as well, uh, is Brett Morris. I think he has been... Incredible. I think he made his debut in 2006. We spoke about him earlier in the season when he um, when he did retire. Uh, yeah, I just I just find him spectacular. Incredible finisher, great try scorer, great returner of the ball, and just an ultimate professional. Uh, a player that every team wants on their team. Uh, great leader, and you know. Did it all in the game. Yeah, hard, hard to argue with that one. Um, easily, easily in my um, 
my top four too. He incredible player, big loss for the Roosters this year, but um, you know, clears up some salary cap space as all Roosters departures do. So um, won't be too many complaints there. Um, another one in my top four, Mike, and I, I think someone that sometimes slipped under the radar in terms of um, in terms of, of playing uh, representative football, but another great club man, uh, an extraordinary goal kicker, uh, the best of the era, um, and I think underrated for his try scoring ability. Um, but also an incredible try scorer, Hazamel Masri. Yep, I um, had him too. He's a, well. a, a, a great finisher. Um, you know, a 14 season career with the Bulldogs, 317 games, 2,418 points. That was 891 goals, which he was, of course, renowned for his goals, uh, but 159 tries as well. Um, absolutely awesome. Uh, I'd say he's probably most famous try uh, 2004 grand final and most famous goal 2002 against Newcastle from the sideline after the bell to win the game against the defending premiers. Um, just a, an awesome player. Um, I think a, a, a great leader and but by all accounts, just a, a, a very modest player, um, a, a strong family man and did not get involved in, in any of the, um, the off-field dramas that, that surrounded the Bulldogs uh, while he was there and um, a, a, deserved, a deserved winner of the 04 Premiership and um, also part of that great Bulldogs team in 2009 that made quite a run but just didn't end up getting to the grand final. So, um, yeah, Hazem easily in my top top four. Yeah, great answer. Hazem was fantastic. Uh, he was also in my top four as well. Uh who have you got next to me, at least, Emmanuel? Oh, it's it's a tough one. Uh, do you know? I it's actually quite funny because I was having a I was having a look through, you know, and these things are done sometimes. And one of the players that got a rap as probably one of the greatest wingers the NRL has ever seen was Blake Ferguson, uh, who is this week struggling to make first grade. So it's amazing how often these things are written. One of my other favourite players, my other favourite wingers, um, is actually Tamana Tahu. Uh, I thought he he was awesome uh, on the wing for Newcastle. He's pairing with Gidley. Uh, another, um, I, I remember him most when he played for the Knights, but I think that he he played also a considerable amount of time with Parramatta, uh, and then a bit of time before with Penrith before going back to Newcastle. Um, but a lot of a bit of a try scoring machine for the Knights uh, in their in their winning era of the early 2000s, um, and he's up there for me too. Um, so I put him in my top four because I just have vivid memories of him scoring tries. For me, honourable mentions would go to Lottie, yep, and Wendell, yep. uh, who I, I think was, would I was just, just about to bring them up. <laughs> yeah, elite, elite. Um, Nathan Merritt, honourable mention. Um, just because uh, try scoring machine for, from South, often in uh, seasons when South would struggle, he would be the top try scorer for the club, uh, which shows that South were managing to, to score tries on their edges, even without Adam Reynolds at the side. Um, and also another one who I just think was an incredible talent and such a shame that he got lost to rugby, um, Semi Rajadra. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, Semi was incredible. Uh, everyone kind of thinks that Sebo is as good, but Semi was yeah. spectacular. I think just his... More athletic. More, more athletic, athletic, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. A um, couple others I had. Uh, Matt Singh uh, was incredible yeah. for North Queensland and the Roosters. Um, and one name... Like, there's two names now playing in the... Uh, probably three names now that'll go, like, may scratch this list. Uh, Alex Johnson, he's quite young still. He is an absolute incredible try-scoring machine. Uh, Josh Adokar... It's going to be interesting to see if he moves to fullback, but he's probably the fastest player this game has ever seen. And Gus has Gus Gus said it many times. His favourite weapon is speed. His favourite skill is speed. And when you're that fast and you just give the ball to this guy and he's just going to run away from everyone near him, it's it's incredible to watch. And Daniel Tupo as well uh, has played a long time in the NRL, played I think since almost 2011 for us, three grand finals and just a uh, stalwart out in that wing. Uh, one of the best bomb takers the game will ever see. So there are a couple other names that I had. Yeah, I, I think that one of the, um, one of the, like there are more names that we could probably say, but they've, they've moved to fullback in their career with mixed success. Yes, yeah, someone um, like Darius Boyd. Who Darius is an incre- Boyd. Yeah, incredible or, origin winger. For example. Yeah, even Anthony Minicello was a great winger before he played fullback. Yeah. Um, Roger Tuvasashek as well, similar. Another one, yeah, he was he he was another one too. So um, yeah, I, it's it's interesting to note that. But yeah, just on Adokar, I really can't see him not playing wing next year. I know he's being paid fullback money, but why wouldn't you play him on the wing? He's just try scoring freak there. But yeah. um, anyway. That's a story for another day. Okay, yep. so that's another top four done. Yep. And I think we jump straight into round 24, Emmanuel. Yeah, before we do that, Mike, I might just give a quick update on tipping. Yeah. Uh, so horrendously, I actually forgot to tip or <laughs> I did half a round or something because I'm in another comp Um not with another podcast. Don't worry. I'm not cheating on this podcast. I'm in another comp where I got seven and, and in this one I got four. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, but Nick Satura's got another perfect round. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so he is miles ahead of the pack. Um, Anthony P, Michael J, Michael C, Camilla, Paul S, Mark V, Alexander B, Jimmy S. And um, Eleni B has taken my place in 10th. Um, she also got a perfect round. So did Zach B. Um, so did Mary Kay. So did Clive C. Oh, he'll be thrilled by that one. Um, so, you know, credit all round to everyone except me because I forgot to tip. So, um, yeah. well done, everyone. Yeah. Can I Not just say, can I just say, screw the Sharks. You should have won that game. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good. We, we can talk. We can talk. Oh, sorry, screw the Tigers. Not the Sharks. Screw the Tigers. Letting, letting not, not not only me, but your own fans down, all they want to see you do is finish in ninth, and you can't even do that. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. You know, every team has a goal for the year, and, and ninth is this. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so, Michael, Thursday night, Newcastle hosts the Gold Coast. This game is going to have a bearing on the top eight, obviously. Um, 
So Clemmer has entered a guilty plea, early guilty plea, arising out of a contrary conduct charge from that Bulldogs game, and he'll miss one game. His place has been taken by Solasso Sue. Frizzell returns from a one-game ban in the second row, so Brody Jones reverts to the bench. Um, Solo is listed amongst the reserves as he works his way back from a leg injury. For the Titans, Peachy's been named at 5'8", and Ash Taylor is out. Uh, Proctor's been named to play despite suffering a shoulder injury in the loss of the score into in the loss of the storm. And Fotoaka returns from a knee injury. Um, Osoni drops to the reserves. David Fafita is on the bench after starting last week, and Thurmore is needed to start. Mitch Rain is being recalled at hooker, and Sammy comes in on the wing at the expense of Greg Marshew. Yeah, Knights, look, Knights are getting the wins that they need to, but they're not doing it very convincingly. They're for and against. We, we know that their for and against is terrible. Uh, last couple weeks, they've just beaten the Broncos. They've just beaten the Bulldogs. Uh, but they're doing enough to win. And I just think the Titans, I, I haven't seen much out of them the last couple weeks, probably the last month. Uh, David Fafita has lost whatever he was doing at the start of the season and he's no longer scoring tries or making those big runs. I'm going to Knights. I think it'll be a close game, though. I think it'll be really close because the Knights just can't seem to put the foot down and blow a team out. They're letting teams stay in these games, and that's a concern. But they have seven spot locked up for the moment. They've, they're about two points clear, I think. So, so they're four, this, If they win this, that they've got seven, seven spot locked up. There you go. Despite their minus 131. So, there we go, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's... It's really just I, – look, I thought last week – I mean, I know Souths weren't that great against the Bulldogs either a few weeks ago, but Newcastle should be coming in hot to the finals. Yeah. Um, it's a time for them to make up ground, and it was a six-point difference. Uh, two late tries to um, the Bulldogs in that game helped the, helped the scoreboard uh, look a bit clearer. But, you know, at the same time, Canterbury really have nothing to play for. They're, they're looking down the barrel of wooden spoon – Newcastle looking to get some momentum going into the finals. Um, it's not that convincing, but I agree. Uh, David Fafita can't tackle. He can't no. tackle, and no. um, he's just his big play is sort of grab the ball and knock everyone around. And I think the last few weeks, it's 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 been clearly demonstrated that you can shut that down quite easily. So yeah, look, I'd, all props to the Titans as well. They started that game out against Melbourne. I think they were up twelve nil or ten nil. Uh, so they started really hot. They just lost it towards the end because Melbourne is Melbourne and they are inevitable. Uh, what's next? Okay, so the early game on Friday is the Warriors and the Raiders. Uh, this game is another one of those fringe teams. It's 10th and 11th. Um, Canberra, uh, unlucky last week against Manly, but probably just uh, have to look in their own backyard at the, uh, at the, uh, the way they can see the points in that game. Uh, so for... For the uh, Warriors, the team is Matt Lodge uh, returning from suspension. So Tanua Brown uh, is back on the reserves list, while Egan is again named to start at hooker with Tavunga on the bench. Karen has been named despite suffering a head knock against the Broncos. Sean O'Sullivan's the new 5'8 with Harris DeVita out of the side. Nick Arima returns on the bench after a hectic week leading up to the um, Broncos game when his partner gave birth to their second child. For the Raiders, Frawley takes over at halfback with Williams relegated to the reserves. 
Rapana holds the fullback spot and Nickel Clockstar is again on the bench. While there's still no sign of Jared Croker, Horsburgh returns from his two-game stint at the Bulldogs, which is almost like being suspended. Uh, and he spots onto the bench with Dynamis Louis dropping out. Uh, Havili is a new face on the interchange and um, Baleme is listed amongst the reserves as he looks to return from a throat injury suffered in round 21. Warriors scored more tries last week, Mike, but they were just unlucky with the boot. Um, competitive in that game against the Broncos. Canberra would be left disappointed after um, losing by a point, but they were up 12-0 at one point uh, and then left it too late against Manly. Yeah, I'm going the Raiders. Uh, the Warriors did win uh, the try count. Their last try was not a try, though. Uh, I don't know what the bunker was looking at. But, you know, uh, let's, Don't get let's, me started. let's not poke the bear. Um, yeah, I'm going the Raiders. I just, I'm not convinced this is a really tough game. I'm not convinced this is a game that the Raiders should win. But these are the games that the Raiders have been losing all season. Warriors have been really resilient lately. But I just, you know, I just don't think they have the players there at the moment. So I'm tipping the Raiders. Okay, all eyes on this. Two teams that absolutely hate each other. Um, Roosters and the Rabbitohs, round 24-2021. This game notoriously makes me nervous. Uh, No matter where each team is on the ladder, uh, it's just stressful. Um, And I'm particularly stressed this week because Trent Robinson started the week talking about how the Roosters are such lightweights, and I'm like, here we go. The mind games begin. So for the Roosters, um, Adam Kieran and Butcher have both been left out of the side to face South. Lamb's in the centres, and Egan Butcher has been promoted to start in the second row, which is his traditional spot that he played juniors in. Uh, Walker will start at halfback after coming off the bench last week. Marshkey and White are the new faces on the bench, um, and Brad Abbey has been named on the wing his first NRL game since 2018 at the Raiders. For South, Keon Kolomatungi has accepted a two-match ban for a crusher. Uh, don't get me started on that. Uh, so Jaden Sewer takes over in, his, in the second row. Josh Mansour's season uh, is over after that knee injury against South when he got hit by the Cleary bomb. And his place is taken by Jackson Paulo. Totola passed a head injury assessment on Friday but will need to undergo further tests. He's been named with Tom on the bench with Burgess to start, and Liam Knight is on the reserves list. Always a good clash, Mike. Yeah, the Roosters can't name 21 players, Emmanuel. Uh, this is from Alan Katzman uh, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, this seven, is great. I saw this. Seven of the 17 chosen Roosters players, Abby, Walker, Egan Butcher, Marshke, White, Baker, and Thomas, have played a total of 67 first-grade games. Right, between them. Sam Walker is the most capped out of all of them who made his debut this year. Uh, incredible, incredible stat there. Uh, look, I this Roosters team is performing like no team should, but a team like South, who is at the top, at close to the top of the table, the sitting third, I, I can't see us beating them with our lack of depth, our the amount of players that we have sitting on the sideline. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to tip Souths. 
I hate doing this. I hate tipping against my own team, especially against South. Normally, I'm just like, nah, who cares? I'm just going to tip the Roosters. I'm tipping South because I need to catch up with this tipping ladder. Um, I just There's a couple of players I want to shout out. Drew Hutchinson yeah. has been incredible this season. Absolutely incredible. I didn't think he was that good a player coming into the season, but he has improved exponentially. He was... And up like he was one of those he was he was a kangaroo junior kangaroos junior New South Wales captain. Emmanuel, close your mouth. Um <laughs> stop looking at me again. Um and one player one player who just like all the talk's been about Tom Dravojevic, but James Tedesco's last two months of the season have been incredible. He has been so so good and it has has lifted Every single time another player goes down, just keeps him putting the team on his back and doing more and more every week. So I just wanted to shout out those two players who have been carrying us these last few weeks. Souths. I hate I hate myself. I will, I will post later the photo I had to take of Michael telling me that he was tipping Souths in this grudge match. Um, wow, Michael, you've shocked me. You've actually shocked me. Um, I have some grievances to air. I don't know what Coleman Tungy is exactly suspended for. Um, so that's a problem. He, I, I have to say, we're going to miss him a lot this week. He is an awesome player. He's actually yeah. an incredible he's, player. He's very, um, very good. The, the battle with Kikau last week uh, was excellent to watch. I have to say that that 40, first 40 minutes of football last week was one of the most exciting halves of football I've seen in a very long time. Uh, just two really good teams going at it, uh, end-to-end stuff, uh, the, the scrap and the fight. And I felt like the second half, uh, there were moments where Souths were definitely uh, on the defensive and, and struggling. And I thought they'd managed to get out of there. Um, and then, you know, adversity struck. You know, we won't go into the 11-2 penalty count and the try that was revealed not to have been a try and everything else that went against us. But, you know, we'll just absorb it all and, and hopefully take it out on you guys again this week. Uh, of course, last year um, in this corresponding game, the the end of season clash, Souths won 60 points to eight. Not expecting that this week. Um, the Roosters have, have shown their resilience a lot this year. It, it's been an amazing season on on their part to have all those players out uh, and be managing to do that. But I just I would just want to see Souths sort of get back on track and and. Um, we're going to probably rest a couple of players too, given that we've got third spot wrapped up. Yeah, uh, a couple things. Uh, Souths got very frustrated last week. You could tell. Like, like I know you counted the 11-2 penalty count. Some of them were just stupid penalties. Cody Walker looked out of his game, and the Penrith halves stepped up and were, were much better. Another turning point in the game, I think, was when Stephen Crichton went to fullback. And I spoke to you about this. I think Penrith are better when he's back there. I know Penrith fans love Dylan Edwards, uh, but I just he doesn't offer a huge amount in terms of spark and electricity. He's he's safe. He's a safe player, but he's not going to blow you out of the park. Whereas a player like Stephen Crichton is just he's electric. He can do things that most players can't. Um, so yeah, I, that that's one thing I I did notice. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've spoken about it. Let's move on to the next game before I have to say what I said before again. 
Dragons host the Cowboys in Rockhampton um, on Saturday afternoon. Two teams with really disappointing seasons. Um, the Dragons have made a number of changes as Griffin searches for answers to the fact they've lost six on the trot. Tyrrell Sloan is the new halfback taking the place of Dusty. Blake Laurie returns from a hand, uh, from a hand injury. Uh, and Josh Maguire is the other prop alongside him with Jaden Sullivan taking over at hooker. Um, Jack DeBellin goes from prop to lock. Tarek Sims from lock to second row. And Tyrrell Fuimiono from the second row to the bench. Ravalawa has been named despite an HIA on Sunday and he'll be monitored. Lone player Freddie Lussick comes from the Roosters onto the bench. For the Cowboys, Tamalolo, Felt and Talangi return in a big boost for Todd Payton's battling side. Felt and Talangi take over on the wings with Holmes sliding into the centres. Um, RC drops out of the side to make way for Holmes' shift to centre. Tamalolo has been named a prop. Francis Molo to the reserves. Cotter is named at lock and Mitchell um, done on the interchange. Youngster Neem returns from suspension on the bench. This is a very underwhelming game. Yeah, I, do, I probably won't be watching this one. Uh, do you think that uh, naming uh, a player who has been out for the last two years because of a pending court case and all this other bullshit that's gone on with him is a good captain's choice? And will that turn the team around? I'm just, I'm just wondering what Anthony Griffin is thinking and why everyone thinks he's a good coach. Um, I'm still going to tip the Dragons. Yeah. I don't know, Mike. I just, I, the Dragons' problems are, are similar to what they are were last year. Like, we've, we've been talking about this for two years. It's that nothing's different. Like, every week I read out these team lists and it just feels like they've been chopping and changing the whole season. Yeah. And I know that the barbecue gate didn't help, but it, it's, it's sort of become an excuse. There's, there's no consistency. That's a problem. Then there hasn't been for years. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Anyway. Like, 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 we remember last year when they had Cam McInnes shift to lock when I think it was Ben Hunt came on the field or someone came on the field to, you know, it was, they, they reshuffled their whole spine during a game, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's dragon, 12, dragon, I mean, they've been a mess, but the Cowboys have lost 10 in a row. Yeah, it's, so 12, the it's 12 versus 15. The Cowboys have lost 10 in a row, and the Dragons have lost six in a row, and uh, three and seven of their last 10. So it, it's hardly a, a, a must watch. Um, it has no bearing on anything, and I, I just think the Dragons should do it just because of the talent in the side. But yeah. um, now, this is a game I'm more looking forward to. Saturday at 5 30, Sharks and the Broncos at Suncorp. Um, Brisbane, good signs from the last month or so. It's definitely been a pickup for Cronulla. Harati um, has been named as the replacement for Mulatalo after being admitted 24 hours before the, ti- the win over the Tigers. Tracy retains his spot in the centres and two-try rookie playmaker Metcalf gets another start at 5'8". Tolman returns from a one-match suspension via the interchange, forcing Michael's mate Billy Magulius to the extended bench. For the Broncos, Walters has named an unchanged 17 once again, um, as Brisbane shoot for the for their first back-to-back wins since the opening two rounds of 2020. Um, if you listen to our podcast, we both predicted Brisbane would make the finals after those two wins. Uh, so it doesn't mean anything. Uh, Xavier Coates took <laughs> Xavier Coates, how good is rugby league, right? Two experts. 
Uh, Xavier Coates took a knock to the elbow in the closing stages of the win over the Warriors, but the club says he should be right to play. Um, Tyson Gamble's undergone surgery on his hand and won't play again this season, but the form of Milford against the Warriors will help ease the blow of losing Gamble. Yeah, this is a really... Sharks have been... Uh, despite the Johnson injury, Sharks have been in all these games. Braden Trindle uh, is a player that will find himself in the squad next year in Craig Fitzgibbon's side. He has been fantastic for the Sharks. The Mulatola injury is uh, disappointing. He's been really good on the wing for them. Um, yeah, gee, I'm going to tip the Sharks just because they put 50 on a team last week. Uh, but the Broncos have been really good. I did the Broncos beat them earlier this season? I can't remember. I, just, I, I, I feel like I, the Broncos did get up on them, um, but I'm, I'm tipping the I'm tipping the Sharks. Um, they did get up on them. Yep, they did. It was I think it was around Origin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, I have to say on Cronulla, we criticised them after they sacked Morris. We thought it derailed their season. Uh, they dipped out of the eight. Um, where they were they were humming along nicely at that point. They pulled it together, and I think it actually shows a quite a bit of resilience in the club. Um, that they're, the fact that they're sitting sitting in eighth um, and sort of got a bit of destiny in their hands uh, in terms of finals appearance, which would probably make it with the uh, the fifth or the sixth consecutive season. Yeah, they Maybe. stuck in last year. They, yeah, they, the year they've before. played so many seasons of finals recently and it's just sort of, it goes unnoticed. But if they're managing to do that and then you get quite an uh, an experienced assistant coach like Fitzgibbon that comes from a winning system uh, and you, you bring in a few marquee signings um, as they're going to do next year, it, it could be really good for them next year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so I'm going Cronulla as well. Yeah, okay. Okay, so the, the probably the focal match of the round is this one on Saturday night. Um, so the Storm and Parramatta. Parramatta last week against the Cowboys were ordinary. There was enough to get the win, but there's, there's a lot left to be desired there. Um, they had a chance to really put the throat on and, and, and you know, rack up some points and, and sort of get comfortable in themselves and to let the Cowboys back in. So... Storm and Parramatta. Melbourne welcomed back um, Brandon Smith and Olam after they were rested in round 23. And Harry Grant slides back to the bench while Seve drops to the reserves. Hughes and Kamakamika have been named to return from injury, with Hughes replacing Hines at half, forcing the utility to the interchange and Kamakamika to the bench. Fanukin has been given another week after his concussion. George Jennings suffered a recurrence of his knee injury against the Titans and has been replaced by Jeremiah. The Parramatta, Blake Ferguson has been confirmed as the replacement for Sevo. Um, and the only other change to the side that snapped their four-game losing streak last week um, is Ray Stone and Hitgrave promoted to the interchange uh, in a swap with Will Smith and Oregon Kafusi. Melbourne for me. Melbourne, and it could be by 50. They, Melbourne have had... Parramatta's number the last couple. Oh, actually, no, Parramatta beat them at the start of the season. I think it's one of Melbourne's only losses this season. It was them and them and the Panthers. Uh, but I think Parramatta, Melbourne, Melbourne are too good. 
You got Nico Hines and Harry Grant on your bench. You're too good. It's unfair. Give up. Everyone else should give up. Really. Um, it's so, yeah. it's actually it's actually incredible. So they're aiming to um, for the longest winning streak in yep. history. They equal the Roosters. They equal the Roosters last week. This would be this this stat is is extraordinary. Um, Twenty in a row. Uh, this season, after winning a comp last week and losing the greatest player of all time, uh, they're sitting on 499-point differential, 777 points for this season, 278 against. It's, it's just it's amazing. It's their, absolutely... point, their, their point difference is better than most teams have scored all year. Yeah. Hundred percent. So uh, any team that's sitting below seven and below has scored less points than Melbourne's point differential. So uh, amazing stats, uh, just extraordinary club. We spoke about Bellamy last week, and um, I expect this to be the one that does it. Um, and I think if it's a big win, that's highly concerning for Parramatta. Yeah. If I'm if I'm Newcastle, I'm licking my lips at week one of the finals. Yeah, you go in against the dejected team, and I'm pretty sure... Do they play Panthers next week as well? Yep. So, we'll see. Yep. Panthers, Panthers might rest players, we don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, this Did is we... why... And this is my argument as to why Newcastle have had the favourable run. They should be getting comfortable putting points on now. If they, if they go in having scored a lot of tries and they're comfortable in themselves... To, to go on with a game, that'll bode so well for them in week one because at this rate, they're going to be playing Parramatta, who yeah. is struggling. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, next game. I'm tipping Melbourne. Obviously, I think I said that. <laughs> yeah, look, um, most people are. Okay, so Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, Manly hosts the Bulldogs uh, in Redcliffe. So this one could get ugly. It did last time they met. Um, so for Manly, Trebojevic is back on deck after missing the game against Canberra. Um, and Funa uh, is unavailable until the finals after he copped a two-match ban for a shoulder charge on Elliot Whitehead. Parker also returns after he was given a week off following a short a high shot from Ryan Madison. Um, for the Bulldogs, suspensions, off-field incidents, loan recalls um, have all led to a massive shake-up with only Josh Jackson backing up from the round 23 starting pack and entirely new interchange selected. Elliott stood down, Thompson suspended, Waddell suspended, Horsburgh and Ryan James back by Canberra, uh, back in Canberra, have seen them replaced with C. Manifagai and Hetherington at prop, while the new second rowers will be Dory and Simpson. Um, Beyond the Odo has been promoted to start at dummy half after wearing number 14 last week. Um, the new look at interchange consists of Wakeham, Ogden, Patolo, and Katoa. Lachlan Lewis has been retained at 5'8 after replacing Avrillo last week. Manly. Yeah, Manly. Um, they're, yeah, they're, Manly's incredible. And with Tom at the back, like you could tell he was, he was a missing link last week. They're just, their back three didn't get the meters that they're used to getting, and it's because you're missing Tom, who just, draws so much attention. So when he's back there, it's it's a different ball game. Uh, they scraped away for winning against Canberra, 
but Manly should get this done easy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, last game, it was, it was sixty-six nil last time, wasn't it? Something ridiculous. Yeah, just this is, yeah. A, this is a this is a margin game on NRL.com, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, thirty if they're lucky. Um, okay, so last game of the round from Redcliffe as part of this double header is Panthers hosting the Tigers. Of course, the Tigers won last time they met, uh, 26-6. For the Panthers, um, Fisher-Harris and To'o return um, with Eisenhuth and Naden dropping out of the squad. Dylan Edwards will be monitored after his head knock and should he be ruled out, Crichton will no doubt play fullback. And Tyron May has been named to return on the extended bench alongside um, his brother, Taylor. Um, for the Tigers, Dewey is out after failing to finish last week's game against the Sharks because of a knee injury. Madden has been given the nod. McKaylee and Little return at prop and hooker. And Offengawi and Simpkin drop back to the interchange. Um, Seifarth returns from a knee injury on the bench with uh, Simpkins and Walters relegated to reserves. And Tamo, who's missed the past two matches, has been given another week to recover. Yeah, I I mentioned how disappointing the sh- the Tigers were last uh, earlier on. That was a game that they needed to win to even give themselves a chance. Um, Panthers easily that that game earlier in the season uh, where Tigers won was also a game where Panthers had eight players out due to Origin. So can't take too much away from that. Uh, Penrith in that second half just put their foot on. South's throat and took the game over and against a, a much lesser team in the Tigers, I can see them doing something similar. Uh, so Panthers for me. Yeah, so uh, I think we've gone all the same, Mike. So Knights over the Titans, <clears throat> Raiders to beat the Warriors and Souths over the Roosters. Ooh, does that hurt? Uh, Dragons, Cowboys, Sharks, Broncos, Storm Eels, Sorry, so Dragons over Cowboys, Sharks over Broncos, Storm over Eels, uh, Manly over the Dogs, and Penrith over the Tigers. Yep, that's it. Uh, just that's- a couple of housekeeping issues. Emmanuel, you are versing Jack Valianos in the consolation bracket for our fantasy comp. Good luck. And I am versing Pierotti in the actual top eight uh, for the uh, head-to-head championship uh, this week as well. So a couple things fantasy-wise. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know if you're still paying attention. Uh, no, I've been <laughs> focusing on the real NRL this year. Fair. And um, actually, I think I stopped. I lost interest when Nathan Cleary got injured because I thought, <laughs> how am I meant to work around that because he's <laughs> such a key part of my team? Yeah. So the fact I made... I'm in a consolation game there and I made the finals in another fantasy comp. So uh, it says a lot about the quality of the opposition, which is clearly crap. Um, But Mike round 24, it's, it's uh, the last week of last full week of August business end is coming. Yep. I agree. Uh, And next week we get to talk about eight teams for the final time this season. Thank God. I'm sick of talking about you bottom feeders. Uh, (laughs) And we get to focus on the fun stuff, Emmanuel, the top eight, heading into the finals. Everything's looking up. Uh, we'll go through Dally M team soon and everything like that and preview the finals. But two more rounds of football, 
very exciting. Some big games this weekend, especially Friday night. Uh, I, I don't know. This game earlier this season uh, was the game that we lost Luke Keery for the season. So this game always brings me some sort of heartbreak. Last time it was sixty to eighteen or whatever the score, sixty to ten, whatever it was. I tried to, to forget. So I've, tr- I've, to I've, I've tried to forget it. Um, but I will it be actually watching. Should have been. We also had two disallowed tries uh, from the bunker that game. Whatever. It should have been seventy-two eight. Yeah, whatever. I'm trying to forget it. Um, we will, we'll, but I will be watching intently on Friday night as I do every Roosters and South game. Uh, so. Let's go. If you slide into um, the How Good Is Rugby League DMs um, in between now and kickoff, I will happily send you the photo of Michael when I FaceTimed him after that game. Uh, let's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. <laughs> that was, it wasn't actually uh, – it was after the game. I'd already walked out of the stadium thought it was only 50. It was 60. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it there. As always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And one more thing, Emmanuel, how good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? Thanks, Take guys. Take care, everyone. <laughs>